This podcast episode is brought to you by the Look Better in Writing Grammar Book, a quick and easy guide to punctuation marks, volume one. Sometimes the misunderstanding of basic grammar rules, like punctuation, is the driving factor between good writing and great writing. If you write words on a daily basis, which most people do, then you'll find this ebook and paperback copy valuable. Welcome back to the Look Better in Writing podcast, Good People, an audio outlet for all things writing and all things grammar, hosted by yours truly, Naila Harvey of nharv.com. Today we are talking about commas. Commas, commas, commas. I believe the topic or the title for this podcast episode is going to be three rules for using commas in writing or three rules for commas in writing. I haven't decided on which one yet, but know that we're talking about commas in writing. Let's hop right into it. The very first rule for using a comma. Now, let me say this first, actually. There are many rules for this particular punctuation mark. The comma is like the most over overly used or overused punctuation, I think, in the history of punctuation marks. So, of course, I'm not going to go into all of the rules, but I will, you know, give three rules. Like, Three is kind of the magic number when it comes to retaining information. So let's just let's just go for the top three rules, okay? Top three rules for using commas in writing. The very first one is to use a comma after the greeting or the salutation of a letter or email. For example, good morning, Michael B. Jordan. The comma is going to come in between the name and the greeting. So it's going to come right after good morning. Why? Is because I'm directly addressing Michael B. Jordan. It's a direct address. I am talking to Michael and not about him. Okay. So good morning, comma, Michael. Good morning, comma, Idris. Um, goodbye, comma, Felicia. I'm directly addressing Felicia and I'm saying goodbye. Congratulations, comma, Stacy. All of these things that an email or a letter typically starts off with, like the greeting um, or closing, sincerely, Michael, sincerely, comma, Michael. These all have a comma separating the greeting or salutation or closing rather from the name. Okay. Here is where it differs. This is like 1A. We do not use a comma directly after the word Dear, for example, if you are starting a letter or you're greeting someone or you're greeting someone in a letter and or email and it reads dear first. So dear Michael B. Jordan, you would use a comma after the name. So not in between the name and dear, you would use it after. And this is mainly because dear is considered like an adjective in this instance. You're saying, oh, my dear Michael, this letter is for you. Oh, my dear Idris. I got to stop using Idris. He's married. Um, I want to be respectful, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? So when you're using dear, that greeting, the comma goes after the name, after the entire, entire greeting, including the name. But if you're being formal, if it's business writing, then there's a colon after the name when you're saying dear. For example, if I were to send Michael B. Jordan a formal business letter, it will say dear Michael B. Jordan colon as my entire greeting. Okay. Instead of the comma, but that's that let's not focus on that. The main takeaway for number one is there is a comma 
in between the greeting and the name um, in a letter and or email. Good morning, comma, name. Good evening, comma, name. Hello, comma, name. Goodbye, comma, name. You wouldn't start off a letter like that, but you get what I'm saying, right? Now, some people say good morning, comma, name, and then another comma. I don't like the way that that looks, so this is preference for me. I just say, I use the exclamation point as the ending punctuation mark. For example, if I say good morning, comma, Michael B. Jordan, I'll end it with an exclamation point. I won't end it with another comma because that just looks weird for me. Okay, that's number one. The second rule for using a comma in writing is to separate two adjectives that are interchangeable, AKA two coordinate adjectives. There is a little bit of a reference that I wanna use. Um, It's the website English Plus. And they say, make sure your coordinate adjectives pass the two-part test. Now, let me give you an example sentence. Okay, let me go back. I'm coming off of my own blog, the blog that will soon be released, the Look Better in Writing blog. But um, I do have some stuff written up. Anyway, that's why I'm saying let me go back because I'm working directly from the website. The example that I want to use with two interchangeable adjectives, adjectives, Michael B. Jordan is a talented, comma, handsome human being. Noticed my two adjectives, or notice without the, without the D, my two adjectives are talented and handsome. They kind of carry the same weight. I can use them interchangeably. Michael B. Jordan is talented. I don't know why I have to say this man's whole name, but he is talented and handsome. I can replace that comma with and. And that's actually a part of the two part test that the English Plus website gives. They say first, can you replace the comma with the word and? In that example sentence, I can. Michael is a talented and handsome human being. The second part of the two part test is can you reverse the order of the adjectives and keep the same meaning? Well, let's see. Michael B. Jordan is a handsome and talented human being. Michael B. Jordan is a talented and handsome human being. I can reverse the adjectives. Therefore, they are interchangeable. Therefore, the comma can go in between them. Now, here's an example of where the comma just doesn't fit. Um, Let me... This one may be off the top of my head a little bit. (sighs) Former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson is a great guy, okay? The adjectives that describe Mike Tyson are former and heavyweight. They're not necessarily interchangeable. Why? They didn't pass the two-part test. For example, can you replace the comma with and? Former and heavyweight champion Mike Tyson is a great guy, I think I said. Uh, maybe, but let's see if you can reverse the order. For, uh, what did I say first? I said former first, so I'm going to reverse the order. Heavyweight and former 
heavyweight and former champion. That just doesn't make sense. I can't even re reverse the order. So no, doesn't make sense. Therefore, we don't need a comma in between those two adjectives, okay? That's number two. Number two, that was an, an example of what not to do, but number two, use a comma to separate two adjectives when the adjectives are interchangeable, AKA when they are coordinate adjectives. The third rule for using a comma in writing is to use a comma before the conjunction in a compound sentence. Just like a compound, compound word, it combines, a compound sentence combines two sentences. It is combined with a conjunction. Now a conjunction is the words um, and, but if, you know, those are examples of conjunctions. Let's see if we have a compound sentence example. We went to the beach, we watched the birds fly. Now both of those sentences can stand alone, but if we wanted to merge them, we can if we use a conjunction. For example, we went to the beach and we watched the birds fly. Bam, Com compound sentence. Now it's time to insert that comma. The comma is going to go before the conjunction. We went to the beach, comma, and we watched the birds fly. Got it? In conclusion, or actually let's recap really quickly. Three rules for using a comma in writing. Number one, use a comma after the greeting or closing of a letter and or email. For example, good morning, comma, Michael B. Jordan. Number two, use a comma to separate two adjectives that are interchangeable, AKA two coordinate adjectives. For example, Michael B. Jordan is a talented, comma, handsome human being. And number three, the third rule for using a comma in writing is to use a comma before the conjunction in a compound sentence. Here's my compound sentence, and I'm gonna tell you where the comma belongs. We went to the beach and we watched the birds fly. The comma belongs before the conjunction and. We went to the beach, comma, and we watched the birds fly. Now I can say, in conclusion, punctuation marks are tricky. And commas are definitely a punctuation mark that is a trickster. Nevertheless, I am here to help and I have resources. For example, the resource that was sponsored in this podcast episode, the Look Better in Writing Grammar Book, A Quick and Easy Guide to Punctuation Marks. Guys, let that book help you out, okay? It, it covers all of the punctuation marks according to the American Standard English. Like I'm not going into just random punctuation marks, but you know the most common ones. And you can find that on my website, again, inharv.com slash books. You will see that particular um, grammar book there, or you can go directly to the website using a bit.ly link. So bit.ly slash better writing book. Love you guys. Happy writing. And I will catch you in the next episode.